Welcome to the Archways Podcast. Archways is recorded on the campus of Johnson C. Smith University and intended to support the goals of the Center for American Culture and Race, which is housed on the campus of our partner institution, Guangdong Bayun University in Guangzhou, China. The Center and this podcast are designed to help our Chinese colleagues and friends understand and experience American culture through the lens of race. Here now are your hosts from Johnson C. Smith, Dr. Brian Jones, and Dr. Matthew DeForest. Okay, so welcome back, and um, we are here with our, our guests from China, um, Breezy and Jennifer, and we want to welcome you to Johnson C. Smith, although at the time of this recording, uh, this is the end of your visit uh, to Charlotte and to the United States. So let's, uh, let's just talk a little bit about how your experience has been since September, uh, being here on campus, here in Charlotte, and, and uh, your, your impressions of the United States during this uh, very interesting period. I enjoyed the um, Thanksgiving dinner with my friends. I've been to the Biltmore um, Estate mm-hmm. last week. So, and I've been many things. Uh, and I also see the Thanksgiving parade, mm-hmm. and everything is new. So, um, and I also met many friends, and they're so nice. And the teachers here in Johnson C. Smith is really good. So excellent. Yeah, it's excellent. How would you describe your trip, uh, Breezy? <laughs> All right. If that nature's another adjective to describe my semester here, I think just awesome. Mm. Because, firstly speaking, I would like to say <laughs> the living and uh, environment here is really good. Uh, I know, I know here, um, the doc- doctor. Matt and Dr. Jones, they're so nice to us, and so they arranging um, Mosaic for us. It's, it's nearby Uptown, and also ne- nearby the Johnson Smith University. So it can help us to travel in Uptown, and also can study in our school, very convenient for us. And the living, um, our room is very nice, and we can cooking, mm, and, and Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Dr. Um, he Lao Shi, she uh, and our friend, they together to cook the turkey for us because we have oven. So they can take, their, uh, take a big turkey for us. So we enjoy their Thanksgiving meal together. And I would like to say I really, really appreciate He Lao Shi. She's a really good Chinese teacher, but her English is very good. So she requires, uh, her, her requirement for us is very high. So we truly Proof our English level here, yeah. so I enjoy my progress of my English level. It is obviously and and I, I would like to say uh, the second part is um, our food here is really wonderful mm-hmm. because we got a got a discount from school. We appreciate that, mm, sure. so we can use the the student ID card to get a free meal in our canteen. Get a, Cater, uh, cafeteria, and we can we can buy the uh, hamburger in Burger King. It's very delicious. Right. I don't know why the Burger King's flyer is very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we almost eat that every day. <laughs> and I, I also love uh, I also love the environment in the school. I, I love play pool <laughs> after my dinner, after my lunch time. So oh, okay. yeah, so I meet a lot of friends here. So I enjoy here very much. Mm-hmm. So both both of you um, mentioned Thanksgiving. I'm curious how your Thanksgiving experience is. Thanksgiving is is not uniquely American. I think they have one in Canada. Yes, they do. Mm. And, uh, but it's not a, um, uh, it's certainly not an Asian phenomenon by any stretch. So our Thanksgiving in the United States is mostly about food uh, and some degree about American style football. But tell us, tell me about, Jennifer, tell me about your Thanksgiving experience. You guys, you guys were together, right? Yeah. yeah. And so were you here on campus or did you go off campus to somebody else's home? Well, um, at that day in the morning, we, we went to the um, uptown to see the parade mm-hmm. with Hulashi. And after that, we go back to our um, dorm. So we, we, our friend is cooked. Thanksgiving dinner for us. Okay. So okay. yeah, and and we also have two another uh, student Chinese student. Okay. So uh, Thomas and uh, Reggie, they oh. together with us. Oh, they were there too. Yeah. Okay, so good. we fight together. Yeah, it's really awesome. We fight together, play good. together. What? Um, mm-hmm. How do you? Could you help explain to your Chinese peers what Thanksgiving is about? 
in the United States? Do you know? Uh, not really. <laughs> Did anyone tell you? <laughs> we, we don't think so because Thanksgiving is not belong to China, China's yeah. traditional festival. So we just to um, probably if you really think it's a good day, so you can you can express some special word, use special day to to. Uh, to is uh, to express your uh, your thanks to mm -hmm. your mama, to your friend, to your right. parents like that. Right. So that's it in yeah, China. Yeah, American style mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is about um, the sort of founding of the nation back in the 17th century and the original English settlers who came to Massachusetts and they uh, settled there uh, and struggled. They they didn't know how to survive the winter. They didn't know how to grow food. They didn't know how to uh, do much uh, of anything in the new world. And they were fortunate to secure the help of local natives. Um, some of the natives were very hostile to them and they were hostile uh, to the natives, but some were helpful to them. And so our Thanksgiving festival is connected to that experience of these original Englishmen who came to this country in the 1620s who had a harvest-style feast uh, at the end of the growing season in, the, in November. They had a harvest feast with the, these, these settlers. So we call them pilgrims or Puritans and, and the natives, and they, had a, they sort of had a, a, a dinner together. Um, and that's what we celebrate as our Thanksgiving. So you go and you give thanks to oh, the people around you, your family, yeah. your friends. You're thankful for those kinds of things. So... And turkey is a very traditional meal. <laughs> Matt, did you have turkey at your at your house? Oh yes, yes, of course. And it's uh, it it went national. And I should probably let the historian rather than myself tell this story, especially the historian who does um, work on presidents of World War II. Um, but the the turkey goes national um, as a result of World War II because the turkey was what was solved. Uh, I'm sorry, served at West Point, the American Army's military academy. And when World War II went, soldiers from all over the country got turkey for Thanksgiving. Uh, and then Norman Rockwell paints a very famous painting of a giant turkey, and the entire country suddenly needs turkey on Thanksgiving, as opposed to what would usually be done down here is ham. So if you go to a, a southern dinner, you end up with turkey and ham. Uh, and thus eat probably twice as much right. as you would have. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 one of those days where we we eat too much. So did you did you eat too much on Thanksgiving Day? Uh, Actually, not. No, you didn't. No, you didn't do it right. Then, then, then you didn't do it the American way. Then that's the one thing we we do in excess is we eat a lot. So, so um, so yeah. I mean, it's it is very much like a festival. Mm -hmm. um, it's mostly connected to um, family and so on. But you guys went to the parade. Yes. Um, how was how was the parade? Well, what did you think of that? Okay, for me, for my point, I think it's like a wonderful advertisement. <laughs> sure. They they put the advertisement, they change the advertisement into the entertainment, mm -hmm. like that. So it uh, it that everybody happy and to accept the advertisement in in the festival mm -hmm. so it's it's a good i think it's a good way to do the promotion mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think it's it's really good because i love business here so when i sitting everything i will use business way to see that mm -hmm. and I, I think it's really good promotion i love it <laughs> Yep. What do you think of the parade? Yeah, I think well that day I saw there are so many people in Charlotte because every time I went went to the uptown and there's like most of them are businessmen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I didn't know there are like so many people there, mm -hmm. and that day yeah, and mm -hmm. because we we that we went there very late, so we we don't see all the parade, just okay. like the end of the parade and. Well, it's it's interesting though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's sort <laughs> of a, it's yeah. sort of one of those things where you're not really quite sure what yeah. the purpose is. Yeah. Um, other than to just show off things and so on. And yeah. So, forth. Uh, so good, excellent. And um, I wanted to ask you: Did you both go to the Biltmore House? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, okay, good. So what what uh, how was that? Uh, oh. The Biltmore State. I don't know if you have anything like the Biltmore State. <laughs> Just in China. say super, super luxury. Yes. <laughs> did you super. did you go do the tour inside? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you saw most of the rooms. All of yeah. them, Everywhere. and each room. I think the the most impressive part is the basement. <laughs> 
the basement、yeah. is very big, and they also have a swimming pool <laughs> in the basement. So we think, oh my gosh, it's it's amazing like that. It's like a Chinese uh uh, 故宫怎么说？呃，天文， I mean. The palace, yeah, the palace yeah, in yeah. China. Probably more akin to the sort、yeah. of the, the, the emperor's residence,、uh. the emperor's palace, and and、um, like Forbidden City. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Forbidden oh yeah, yeah. Forbidden City. Yeah. It's it probably、is. more akin to that. Yeah, it's、uh, like that. In terms of its size, yeah. yeah. But that was a private residence, right? It was the home of a of the was a Vanderbilt family, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 I, I always confuse the Vanderbilts.、Um, Because、um, the Christmas primary home. No, it wasn't even their only <laughs> one. That's just one of many homes they have. <laughs> Yeah. Because the Christmas is approaching, so、mm. that portion there is almost like the Christmas. So there are so many Christmas trees, and yeah. yeah. So, so, so that is interesting because、um, tell us about,、um, and of course, you know, this is designed for your peers back in China. But、um, the the Christmas season is upon us here in the United States, and in many ways, it starts. Uh, after Halloween, but really gets going after Thanksgiving, and that was、uh, three weeks ago. So we're three weeks into the into the Christmas season. What are your, what have you encountered upon you know as it regards to Christmas, and what do you think about this this sort of holiday that we do here? And and most of course most of Christian civilization does this in one form or the other, whether it's Europe or Latin America. What do you think about Christmas in in, in the United States? It first okay. So、um, actually, this is the first time. I was going to spend Christmas with my friends here. So in China, I think Christmas Day is like、uh, like shopping day、okay. for for us. So because、um, and Chinese people now, young people love Christmas Day, and we also celebrate it because But, of the shopping. Yes. Okay. Because of shopping, <laughs> yeah, and and because of decoration, I think. Because when the Christmas portraying and the the mall, we have so many decorations of Christmas, and everybody just love it. Because I think it's because of new. It's so different, like Chinese culture.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, and here the Christmas, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Actually, well, we、yeah. haven't gotten to the holiday itself, right? I mean, we're still two weeks away or so、uh-huh. from the actual、uh, holiday day. Yeah. But I'm talking about the the. I don't know if you guys have heard Christmas music on the radio or anything like that, or if you've seen the decorations all、oh, around、yeah. the wreaths and the trees. We don't have anything in this building actually, but. Well, Rebecca's office. Oh, that's right. Rebecca's got some stuff in there. So, I was just curious if you know the Biltmore House is certainly a good example of Christmas,、um, the way they do it up there. So.、Okay. Go ahead, please. <laughs> okay, it's my turn. Cool.、Uh, for this question, as I, I think it's the first、uh, festival, and I think it's a culture shock、mm-hmm. as well. Because in China, in fact,、um, nowadays the Christmas in China is more and more popular because the young people they will like to、uh, follow their、uh, American festival,、uh, Western festival.、Mm-hmm. They will like to do a lot of party,、mm-hmm. so they love it and accept that and. Uh, the most important point in Christmas is、uh, everybody will try to give you the gift,、mm-hmm. and the gift always apple,、uh, apple, apple. <laughs> because they have meaning. They have meaning in China. We call apple is 苹果苹果 It is is Chinese 苹果 You can follow me. I'll try. 苹果 Yeah, good pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And why we send apple? Is is meaning because 苹果 they have the 平 is 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 the same pronunciation is 平安平安 is a、uh, peace peace Get,、okay. yeah peace and you a、uh, self peace so that that's a wish is like uh you have a self life next year or you have a peace life、okay. next year、yeah. so it's very good wish to、oh, to your friend so everybody to send the apple so if that day. How、uh, much more apple you get, you will much more peace in your rest of life, and much more、uh, if you send the, the apple to others.、Uh, others also feel very happy, and to get your wishes,、mm-hmm. they will have a good impression on you. Yes, it's it's really good activities in our university. So I also get a lot of apple. <laughs> so I love it. Yep. Excellent. <laughs>、um, I wanted to ask you both about your classroom experiences.、Mm-hmm. Um, sort of tra- switching topics to to talk about the the classes that you've been in and the the teachers that you've had and the, and the 
the other students in the classes. How have your classroom experiences been? What have those been like? Are they are they like your classes in China? Are they different than those classes? What are they like? It's totally different. Well, I have mm -hmm. took four classes. One is Chinese intern,、um, English intern, and English、um, English language and literature,、mm -hmm. and also the English. Business writing. Okay. So,、um, because like English intern and business writing in and Chinese,、um, these two classes, they're only two students, exchange students. So,、um, the teachers is、um, their classes is mostly for two of、uh, both of us. So,、okay. so I think、um, it it won't happen in China.、Mm. I mean, yeah, and like、um, English language. And literature, there are like、uh, more. I think that's the class that I have most students here in my class here. So, and it's also different because in China you have like in our university we have like fifty people in a class,、mm -hmm. and teachers cannot they cannot pay attention to each、uh, students.、Mm -hmm. So, and there's another class is、um, Chinese intern. There are two more. Um, American students who learn Chinese with us together. So, we we、um, most of the time we just communicate with each other to improve English and Chinese as well.、Mm -hmm. So I think the the、um, the content and the mode is totally different. Yeah, we have big classes in China、mm -hmm. and small classes in America.、Yeah. And I think in America, what I think. Different is、um, in China. We just teachers what what they teach and we what we learn. But here, teachers、um, just want us to do research for ourselves. And I think it is kind of led us to、um, have a progress of innovation.、Mm -hmm. And I really love it. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Also my turn. <laughs> yes. Okay.、Uh, I have some similar uh, uh, similar. Idea with the Jennifer because it is a different teaching way between China and American. Almost speaking,、um, Chinese way is always the teacher. The teacher they taught you. They、uh, taught something to you. Tell something to you, and you just to accept the knowledge from her or them. Just it and no any like、um, deep discussion or group team or project. Or uh, sometimes PowerPoint, PowerPoint to show to do do some pre presentation, but just one or two time, no all always. But in my major here, my major here is business administration. It's really good. My uh professor, doctor, uh doctor Ho, she is really a good teacher, really good teacher. So she uh she uses a lot of typical. American way to to teach me. Uh, she always loved to uh show us some video and combine with her PowerPoint teaching way,、mm -hmm. and always to combine um some presentation for us. And we do the group team discussion, and then we do the presentation, and then uh she will give us assignment to do the project uh personally uh personal project. It can help the student to thinking. To guide them to thinking, but not to give them the answer directly. They they just leave you to think, and after you think about that, and you can do the personal presentation. It can show your 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 thinking and can help the teacher to really know uh know you easy, really understanding my lesson like that. So it's double check and also to. To do the confirmation for a student's ability, learning ability. So I I love this way, and I think the China like my school. If one day I every time back China, I would like to suggest、uh, our president like do this way to do some、uh, revolution. It's good. It's really good. I love it. And in my for me, if one day I become the teacher, if one day,、mm -hmm. <laughs> anytime I become the teacher in China, I also love to do this way to guide my student to thinking.、Mm -hmm. It's it's really benefits a lot for themselves. Yeah, and uh, yes, that's it. So, Thanks. So what what、uh, what kind of things did you learn in your business area in the business program that you the course that you took here? 
What, what kind of things did you learn about business? Oh, here? Yes. Okay, here. <laughs> In fact, because we, we, it's a little bit delayed we come here, but it's fine. I I learned from chapter chapter 7 to yeah. chapter 10 okay. here. Sure. <laughs> and I just finished my last examination okay. yesterday, but I got an A. Good. I really love it. And my my professor, Dr. Ho, uh, she let me know uh, how to how to build up your small business. Like she have uh, she have give me a uh, assignment to uh, open your lemonade store. Okay. Yeah, it's a project. Sure. And my project is really creative because I combine with the charity together and. <laughs> it's really creative and also earn a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, I also can can do the charity and also can earn money. So it's really, <laughs> she said, it's really uh, creative. So she gave me a very good point okay. to me. And I, I, mm, I, we do the paperwork tomorrow. Uh, no, no, we, we have to finish the paper yesterday. And uh, I did a good 94 points. Oh, great. So it's Excellent. A. <laughs> Excellent. I love it because um, I try to know the business administration, even though I haven't learned the chapter one to chapter seven before <laughs> that, but I try my heart to preview them mm -hmm. and to know more some knowledge about business administration because I learn business English in China. So I know the difference uh, business point. Uh, business administration is uh, prefer to talking to teach you some uh, some um, manage some management in your business. But uh, my business English in China is um, would like to show you how to do the business practice in in daily life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how to do the business negotiating aid with okay. your foreign customer like that. Oh, so yeah. it's different part, but I combine them together. I love it. Yeah. Now, Jennifer, your major is actually English. Yes. So you've been spending all of your time, whether you're in class or not, learning English. <laughs> so how how would you describe your learning experience in class and out of class as it relates to learning English as a language? Um, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I mean, wow. you're, you're, I mean, in your case, you're stuck in it. I mean, everybody is speaking English to both of you. You know, whether, except for Cha um, Chang uh, Ha, that's it, right? Everybody else is speaking English, <laughs> uh, right? So you're, so, you're, you're you have no choice, right? Um, well, in China, because I learned English um, uh, translation and interpretation, okay. but we we have few chances to practice. But after I came here, although I didn't learn that major, but I have more chances to improve my li listening mm -hmm. and speaking. So. I usually speak talk with my friends here, and and yeah, and I think um, since I came here, well, um, and and after two months pr um, training, I think now I can be more natural when I talk to them. It's lot. I don't I don't need to like think my Chinese words into my um, Chinese sentence. What I'm going to say in my mind, mm -hmm. I can just talk with them like just like Chinese, because it is daily language. So it is more natural now for me. And um, in classes, it's more like training my listening, speak uh, listening ability. Mm -hmm. um, because I need to, well, actually, uh, to be honest, the, uh, the the English language and literature class is the most difficult for me mm -hmm. here. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because here, 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 I would like to, I would like to say something, yeah. okay? Uh, I, I, I should make an apology to Dr. Matt because I just I just attempt his simulation and I and I disappear. I'm sorry because it's really difficult for me. I, I can I cannot really understand what mm. he's talking about on class and I feel very sleepy. I'm sorry. I, I, I just know very interesting about literature right. and I feel it's really difficult and Jennifer also said that it's difficult to her and yeah. I say okay I should go <laughs> I should go um, that class although it's difficult the mm -hmm. diff most difficult here for me but it's also the the class that made me get most progress because why I learn why I choose that major here is because I want to I want to read more books to improve my reading 
ability、mm-hmm. here. So, and I also interested about literature. Although the American literature, like,、um, it's a little bit difficult for me because I don't know the many background knowledge about religions or something like that.、Mm-hmm. So, but I'm trying to.、Um, I mean, I'm trying to know more about that.、Um, yeah, yeah. And and just for the record, she was jumping into a class that was not only about literature but about the science and philosophy of time. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening, you can't see Dean Jones putting his、uh, his head in his hands <laughs> at the thought of having to deal with that. So.、Yeah. Um, So you you were not coming into an an easy environment, and it was and it, some of it the the American students had real challenges with too. So it wasn't just you. <laughs> that is tough. <laughs> yeah, that is tough. Uh, good, uh, but it's it's clear that both of you have had sort of helpful and meaningful educational experiences,、yes. um, and that's great. And、uh, we're going to tell the embassy that、mm-hmm. you guys had great educational experiences. What about your social interactions in working with faculty and with other students?、Um, mm-hmm. How did how did how did that go?、Um, what what would you tell、uh, other students like yourselves who will be coming to Johnson C. Smith about living on campus and and being here with American students? What would you say? Uh, you mean、um, how did I explain to our class? Well, I, I guess I'm asking how you interact. How were your interactions with other students?、Uh, how were your your relationship、ah, with other students?、Oh, okay.、Um, when you were speaking to them, what,、mm. how, what did they say, what did they ask you about? What did you talk to them about? <laughs> right, those kinds of things.、Okay. The their first question they will ask us is. Where are you from? <laughs> always, always. Where are you from? You're from Japanese or China? Oh, okay, good. Like, of course, we're from China. Thank you. We're Chinese. <laughs> That is a yeah. It's a common problem. Common American common question. problem. Okay.、Um, they should have known better. Broadly, <laughs>、yeah. they should have known better. But that's、uh, not at all surprising. Yeah. And also, unfortunately, it's、mm-hmm. also should not be taken as offensive. It, it's just、yeah. a, a、no. general misunderstanding yeah, about the other half、right. of the world.、Yeah. Um, so what 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 how how what else did they say? What else did you talk to them about? Well,、uh, talking about Chinese food, because when we talk about oh we we came from China.、Mm-hmm. Wow, you came from China. So I heard that I want to go to China, and I said why? Because there are so many delicious food there.、Mm. So mostly we talk about Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what did, what did they say about it? I mean, because I I don't know that what they think of as Chinese food <laughs> is what what you might eat、uh, on the ground. Because when I ate and you ate, man, I'm sure the same way. We didn't, you know, our dishes were very different than what、yeah. you run across in the United States.、Right. Yeah. Um, because、uh, like my my friends here.、Um, Reggie and Thomas, they went to China before. Yes.、It's, yeah. So, and they like spicy food. So when we talk about them, they just want to go back. They really want to go back to China to see to eat the deli to eat the spicy food there.、Uh, they went to Shanxi this summer, so and they still want to go there.、Mm-hmm. I mean, the other students that we talk with.、Um, They just want to because they only know some famous cities in China, like Shanghai, Beijing, or Guangzhou. So the other city, they don't know it. Don't they don't know about it?、Mm-hmm. So、um, yeah. So we we should introduce yeah like Thomas Thomas、uh, he he is really my best friend here,、mm-hmm. and he he said that、oh, prison. You will live here very soon, and I said yes, it is. What should we do? And he said, okay, it's fine. I will back to China one day. And I said, yes, you should back to China one day, and I will show you, except the Shanghai, Beijing, Guangzhou, I will show you Sichuan province,、yeah. and it truly has a very spicy, super spicy food over there. And he said, really? And I said. Yes, including the air ticket. I can I can pay for your air ticket. And he said, "Oh my God, I I will go, I will go." Like that. He he's really loved China, and I would like to show show him the、uh, more Chinese part and more Chinese culture because China is really great country, very big country, and different part have. 
different location culture. So I would like to show him different different side of China. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's one thing. I, Americans broadly, and that and that includes um, people even like myself who've mm-hmm. only been to Guangzhou. Um, you know, going to the airport in Beijing does not count. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've only seen sort of the large urban areas. So it's um, and I and I also think that Americans and at the Dr. DeForest and I have talked about this before. Americans generally do not understand how big the big cities of China are. They they may have heard of Guangzhou, probably not, but they don't understand that Guangzhou is the same size as L.A. They don't yeah. understand that, or New mm-hmm. York. They, they don't recognize that. So it's interesting. What other kinds of um, it, it, stories will you tell when you go back to China, when you, when you tell your friends and your family about the United States? What stories will you tell them? <laughs> With stories, wow. <laughs> what, yeah, what, 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 what pieces of your visit will you will they want to hear about, and what things will you tell them about your visit? Uh, I think it's um, like what I'm going to tell. Well, I have so many things to tell tell, tell them, and and I don't know where I should I begin <laughs> with. Uh, I think firstly is the is the people here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have. I mean, they have different view on seeing things and and I, I, I mean um, the people here I mean my friends here uh, American friends and Chinese friends they are different their um, their value is also different mm-hmm. I mean they're more speak their own thoughts but in China they might if we're friends I would like I would stand your point I mean um, I would say something that make you happy, and even though I don't think you're right, but I also say something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in America, like they can speak their own thoughts to me, although it might be make me unhappy, but they will speak them out. And mm-hmm. and I think it's very good. It's um, it's like different kind of um, relationship, but it's really. Um, yeah, I yeah. I agree with Jennifer because. In fact, this is my second time here. My first time is in California. Mm-hmm. I I have changing myself when I first time in in California because after that I become a very straightforward girl when I back to China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I very accept the American people's thinking view because I think if you have truly voice in your heart, you you should express yourself to others, not to Hire to hire your true voice in front of others mm. is good. Is is good to is honest to the others and honest to yourself. So it's a good way. So uh, I accept this way to express myself. So I talk something very strictly in in my Chinese friend. They they talking about me. Say oh, uh, Brisbane always a very strict for word girl mm-hmm. like that. So I accept that and. I think it's good, and we we should learn something from American. Yeah. That's um, I don't know. How does that strike you, <laughs> Doctor DeForest? What do you? What, how does that, How do you read that? As one of the people who's got a reputation for being occasionally um, aggressively straightforward on campus, um, it it is one of the one of the strange parts about American culture is that we do tend to be known worldwide for a, a somewhat forthright manner that verges for other cultures on um, abruptness and aggressiveness. Um, although we don't see it that way, as the two of you have found out, that it's it's just the normal way we speak to one another. My family and most of my past is from the American North, the area of, of New York State, not the city, the state that most of the world doesn't know exists, um, and Boston and um, other parts of the North, and and that scene is even more straightforward than <laughs> than the American South, where we are now. So for for the two of you to think that mm-hmm. what you've been experiencing here is straightforward, <laughs> I, I shudder to think what your reaction would be on the streets of New York. Um, but it it is um, it is very much part of American culture that mm-hmm. that we tend to not only speak our own minds, but be encouraged to speak our own minds. And 
that being honest, although we're, we're taught in various ways to, um, to mitigate that in, in certain circumstances. So it, I don't know if the two of you have heard the, the famous Southern expression often used by especially women, bless their heart, um, which I, until I moved down here, I didn't <laughs> realize the full complications of, um, of that particular phrase that sometimes that's a very negative thing to say <laughs> rather than, I don't know, how would you describe uh, yeah, it, it's, it can be extraordinarily um, uh, condescending and dismissive if, if used in different contexts. Um, so young, uh, young and old Southern women might say something uh, about an individual and, and follow it with bless their heart, and it's not meant to be supportive at all. <laughs> so, but it's, it's, it's a unique part of sort of American culture and the ways in which uh, we, we, we talk to each other. Um, so uh, it's just it's just something that we've come accustomed to, and I think it's one of those things which leads to um, different kinds of experiences for Americans when they go overseas, when they go abroad, because they end up in places in China or in Europe or other places, and we do not always come off well. So are there any other pieces of American culture that gave you some shock? Um, and the term we use in this country is culture shock which is to say that you come across something that you didn't expect or didn't anticipate, and it's not necessarily bad, uh, but just something that was unexpected and unusual and uh, really kind of was what struck you as, as, as unique and interesting. Anything else like that happened to you other than the way people talk to each other? Food, weather, dance, um, relationships, you know, any other aspects of culture that really uh, stuck out for you? Uh, okay. Okay, it's my turn. <laughs> All right, uh, culture shock for me. I think it's not this time. It's my first time in California mm -hmm. because I truly feel the culture shock, very big culture shock. Like uh, we living in forest. <laughs> <a> forest yeah. <laughs> it's 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 amazing for me. Like, and um, they also have bear over there, mm -hmm. so it's very like a natural environment. In America, the people would like to live in very natural environment. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel right. it's very confused. But after several days, I feel it's very comfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Probably because um, people always have um, a view that they have a um, dream would like to close to the nature because they almost belong to nature, one part of nature. So one day they live in the nature, they will become a really natural people say so mm. they love it so i i really think the building here is really comfortable and suitable for the people living because here everything everything is the fixture and the house is wood everything is wood in china we use the uh, brick and the building style is different so we can truly close to nature here so i love the building in america and you guys drove to Asheville to see the Biltmore House, right? So you were able to see <laughs> the western part of North Carolina, yeah. which is more forested and rural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is um, this is probably the most urban area of North Carolina, this city. It's the biggest metropolitan area with the most buildings, mm -hmm. uh, the most people, the most uh, densely concentrated um, uh, living arrangements. Most of North Carolina doesn't look like this. It looks mm -hmm. like what you saw when you drove out to the Biltmore House. Yeah. So it's a, it's something that I think sometimes uh, observers mistake about the United States. They see New York City, they see Chicago, they see Miami, they see Los Angeles, they see Dallas. But most of the United States doesn't look like that. Uh, it looks <laughs> the like, It looks Shall a lot I? more like this. Shall and I? indeed, okay. it looks a lot more like what you okay. saw in the West. It's a yeah. more rural area. We have... We have a, the United States is a very large country. It's not as big mm -hmm. as China, of course, but it's very large, mm -hmm. and the population is big too. But we are scattered, and there's not always urban pockets in every single place. So, uh, Jennifer, was there anything that that was that um, stands out for you as a, a cultural shock? Well, it's not a culture shock, but I have a question about because the the friends here, American friends here around me, they really like writing something. Some of them writing poems, some, some, someone like write stories. Mm. I was curious, is that the students in America are like writing something? Because, yeah, I heard everyone.
everyone is writing something because in China nobody writing. I mean, no seldom seldom university students will write something about it, or just for the sign. So, as an English professor, I will say I don't know as they write enough um, or write often enough. But the the history of the English speaking culture, let's call it, because this this ex extends out beyond the United States into England, into Ireland. Um, into parts of the Caribbean, that a great deal of the values of our culture get transmitted through a combination of the written and spoken word. And when I say that, that at, at a certain level that is an obvious statement, except we've been talking a lot about food and how much food carries culture. But our art... Um, the the writing involving art rather than say the the business correspondence that that makes America run uh, day in and day out the the poet uh, Percy Shelley who is British poet said that poets are the unacknowledged legislators of the world in a in a long essay he wrote called a defense of poetry and that's a statement that many politicians like to laugh at except of course that the first people they worry about are musicians and poets. Because musicians and poets for a very long time are the ones that can be very, very disruptive to what it is that, that they want to accomplish. So at, at a real level, I think most Americans are very consciously aware of how much that artistic writing has an importance and carries weight. People worry about Americans not engaging enough with reading. And the, there's a British historian, I think it was Simon Shama, who, um, who when he heard that said that that was absolutely absurd because he keeps seeing Americans going to the beach with these really thick books about the founding fathers um, saying, don't be absurd, the Americans read all the time, they just don't believe they do. But we consume through music, through the popular music, an awful lot of material and it's also through, to a degree through television shows uh, and movies. And everyone wants to find that way of expressing themselves. Uh, and quite a bit of it comes through writing. And I'm not sure what makes, especially um, American teenagers, want to write poetry. But it's been going on for a very long time. Um, I mean, back into the if you if you look at the writings of novelists and everyone else, you can find their juvenilia, the stuff they wrote in their teens. It's a known and tried and true way of expressing yourself and finding out to a degree who you are and, and getting the feelings that you have inside of you, whether it's about the girl next door or about the politics of the country of the day or whatever else. And my daughter brought home last night her first byline for her school newspaper. She's nine years old, <laughs> um, and they've got a newspaper that they run there in the school as a way for them to learn things. But it's, it is very much part of our cultural experience that I'm, Percy Shelley died in his early 30s. So he, he creates this monumental work of literature that people still study today much younger than I am. I am much closer in age to the two of you than, than to me right now. So it's, it is something that we do. And it, I, I think the best parallel I can draw to it, which this may be meaningless to a Chinese audience, but in Ireland, most people speak English. And they have their own language, Irish, that they are all taught in school, and they will all say, no, I don't know any Irish. I don't know any Irish. But if you find yourself in a gale tucked and you have to order a pint, you say this. And if you have to do this, you say that. And if you have to say this, you do this. And for most of the rest of the world, we look at them and say, no, that, that means you speak Irish. But they are comparing themselves to people who that's their first language, and they speak it day in and day out. I think an awful lot of people in America when they do their writing, are comparing themselves to William Shakespeare, saying, oh, no, no, I'm not a writer. I, I don't write like Shakespeare. But yeah, I, I, I do have this poem that I did the other day or, or whatever else. I've, I've had several friends, actually, who you'd never know it given their day job, but they, 
they enjoy writing and they enjoy producing poetry. I got a friend who's a judge who goes off to a writing conference every year because he enjoys the writing. So it's it is a strange, quiet part of American culture. <laughs> a television studio, right? With yep. Dr. Butler Brayboy. What was that? How was that experience? Well, um, the first time to see the real um, um, real host is not host. Uh, yeah, host, host. Probably yeah. host. Yeah. yeah, host. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, well, before that, I was looking, I was watching the TV that night and then next day I would see the real person mm. and they took pictures with us and it's so amazing. It's, Unbelievable. I mean, and we all see the studio, and we see the how they how they make the TV, and we see the office, mm -hmm. and wow, it's. I never imagined <laughs> that I have this day too. Yeah. Yeah. In my view, I also like to f copy and follow their whole to setting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to see Fox Forty Six tonight. <laughs> like that. Because we take the picture with, uh, with the hoster and uh, and the worker over there is really awesome and I really it's my first experience to really touch the the median and the median machine like a big camera True. machine yeah. and in fact it seems like um, my dream before I it is my truly um, <laughs> it's my secret. So uh, before before I finish my um, my senior high school, I would like to be a reporter, a locational be, be a reporter. But because my my grade is not very good, mm -hmm. so <laughs> I just come to <laughs> GBY. So but it, it's it's okay. So I just would like I I just have a dream before to be the reporter. Yeah. yeah, and because I choose business English in. In in Guangdong Bio University, so <laughs> my direction of my life is totally different after that. But I think it's a gift from the God. The God helped me to touch my dream before this time. So I think I think I really appreciate the God give me this gift because I always have a belief. I believe in Buddha, so I always believe that um. If you have a dream, but one day, uh, but in your life, you cannot come true, it's fine, let it go. One day, the God will let your dream to become another format to um, happen in your life. So it happened, it truly happened mm. in my American life. So it's really <laughs> awesome for me. I, I love, really, really love my gift from the God. Okay. So we, we just have um, just one or two minutes left, and, and I just wanted to give you a chance if, uh, at the end of this. Um, obviously, your journey here is is coming to an end, and uh, pretty soon you guys will be leaving to go someplace else in the United States, mm. actually. Um, so you'll be leaving Charlotte, but you won't be leaving the United States. So, But, but I wanted to give you a chance if there's something you wanted to say to your peers back in China. Uh, we're going to uh, obviously re record this and produce it and post it on there. But if there's something you would say to them about their if – if they planning wanting to come to the United States, what, what message would you give them uh, before they left? Um, you mean give this um, message to this – Yes, to, the, to um, your peers, to your your friends back in China. Who they want to yeah. come here? Yeah. Well, if if you would tell them, what would you tell oh. them about coming to the United States? Well, United States is a place that is, well, it's a place I think you can achieve your dreams. Although I didn't achieve my dreams, but it is a place that gives you so many surprises because I came here and I see Obama here, President Obama. Mm. Yeah, yep. that's that's totally impossible, and I never imagined about that. So. In America, you can you can not only improve your own language and you can learn. I mean, it's a totally different culture, and so that's why I think American is a dream country. To yeah, to to this is a place that achieve your dream, to make your life different. So so that's why I think maybe in the future I'll come here again. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, for me. Because I'm a lady, may I stand on the ladies' prediction to say something? Sure. Okay. Here, American 
it's totally different like、uh, China. Here, American lady always very self-sufficient, very independent, because they can deal with everything by themselves, and they work to earn money. Uh, for suppose their uh study in university. Yes, it is American. It's not like China. So if you wanna become an independence, you wanna to become a self-sufficient,、mm -hmm. come to America to to uh shop yourself, to reshop yourself because the modern life it need independent lady and need a very self-sufficient uh characters to suppose yourself. You need to uh. You need to say no to your parents to not rely on your parents. Really, really not because one day when they become old, you need to take care of them. So you should make your strong, then you can protect others. So if you wanna become stronger, come to America. I definitely, absolutely tell you, it's a good way. Thanks. Uh. Excellent. Thank you so much.、Um, and and on behalf of of Dr. Forrest and myself and all of Johnson C. Smith, we were so glad to have you here for the last two months. We hope that you、um, experienced a lot of things and met a lot of people and saw a lot of things, and、uh, that when you take this back experience back with you to China, that you you tell them about what it was like here. We Americans,、uh, especially in this era, we、uh, we struggle sometimes convincing people how. How genuine we are about the rest of the world,、um, and we want this 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 project uh, to uh, help us all understand each other better. So, so we want to thank you again for coming, and wish you well in the next journey of your trip. And、uh, and I'm sure that we'll stay in touch、um, over the over the years that we have our center here. So, thank you again. Thank you. Have a good day. The Archways Podcast is a production of Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina, USA, in partnership with the Guangdong Baiyun University in Guangzhou's People's Republic of China. Archways is made possible through generous funding from the United States Embassy in Beijing, China, and through the College of Arts and Letters at Johnson C. Smith University. Additional support has been provided by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation. Subscribe to this podcast through iTunes. Email us at jcsuartsletters at gmail dot com.